What's up, everyone? I'm Ben Amol, and you're listening to the Oracle Podcast, where your stories matter. Welcome back to another episode of the Oracle. This is episode 24, and we have a great guest with us, Abraham Samudio. But before we get into the episode, I just want to share with you guys something that has been a huge breakthrough for me um, in my walk with God, um, in my religion, my religious standing. It's just been a huge breakthrough. It's a simple concept that everyone understands, and it's um, not that everyone understands, but everyone has heard. But I think it never really meant anything to me until recently, and it's. The simple fact that grace is enough. That God really died and broke us free from all of our sins. Um, it's something I heard all the time as a kid, and I never really understood what it meant. Because um, just to prove to you that I didn't understand what it meant was that when I did bad things, or when I did things that people told me are sins, or things that are sins, um, I just would just feel so guilty. Um, I would feel so ashamed. Um, when I did things by accident, or I did things that... I didn't really know if they were wrong or right. I felt so shamed. I felt so um, uh, defined by my sins and defined by my struggles. Um, but it was a huge blessing to me when I just was just praying to God and uh, He revealed to me just that um, He doesn't define us by our sins. In fact, there's nothing we can do that can separate from His love, separate us from His love. And it's huge because, like, I think it's like when we do wrong things. When people do wrong things, like we call them that last sin they did, like we refer to them as their last struggle. Um, we call people like, oh man, like you're a cheater, you know? Or we call people like, oh man, you're a thief just because they stole once. Uh, we call people like, oh man, you're, you're just all these things that you've done before. But like the power of grace and the power of God is like constantly cleaning us, constantly wiping away our sins. He died for us so that we could be freed and so that um, no matter what we've done, he still calls us children of God. And that's an amazing thing. So I want you guys to go in faith, um, knowing, I mean, striving to be the best you can be, striving to know God, striving to have a great relationship with him, but understanding that he will still call you his child, despite your past. All right, guys, uh, let's just dive into this episode. Um, Abraham talks about what it means to be stretched. Um, his constant stretching from God and uh, constant stretching to be a better version of himself, to understand God more and to reach out to people more through his understanding of God. So I uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode. Thanks for tuning in and stay tuned. I'm Abraham Samudio. I'm from... Lower Mainland. I kind of grew up there. I pastor in Kelowna, BC now. All right. And uh, how's pastoring been for you? Like, what's what's that like? Oh man, it's been um, challenging. It's been eye-opening. I think, uh, but more importantly, it's been it's been pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoy pastoring. And uh, how did you get? Like, you went to Berman, obviously. Yeah. And. Uh, how did you ever feel called to do passion? How did that end up? Because people always talk about a call. And stuff. What's <laughs> yeah, that yeah, like yeah. For, you? for me, man, it's uh, oh gosh, 
it's never been i don't know how to say it um it's never been a dream of mine it's never been a passion of mine i don't think i ever envisioned being a pastor um i think there were people in my life when i was younger that kind of suggested it i think they saw something in me that i, I didn't see myself and uh they kind of you know like hey yeah that's something that you should probably do but that was never my intention at all um I think a big part of it was just kind of how I grew up in the church and what I saw in the church that I was in. I didn't think I could be a part of that. Not because it was like too high a bar or whatever, but it's just like I didn't want to be a part of that, you know? Mm. I don't think that was my intention. And uh, I think one day just like it was it was obviously like, you know, a span of time. But uh, I think God just kind of took me one one of these these moments and kind of just really you know, sat me down and talked to me. He was like, no, nah, like your plans, your goals, whatever you're doing right now, that's all selfish. Like that's just, it's about you, right? Like mm-hmm. you can front and you can say whatever you can say. It's about ministry. You can say it's about like, oh, you want to help people or whatever. But at the end of the day, like it's all about your security, you know? And uh, God really talked to me. He was like, you know, like you need to trust. And I think for you, the next step is getting into theology. Wow. Yeah, so I switched that that summer after I had that experience. I switched to theology at, at Berman. I was in pre med before then. That's a classic, man. Classic, man. Everybody <laughs> goes from pre med to theology, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah, we yeah. have to. I feel like we have to end up uh, defending ourselves. Like it wasn't because it was hard. It was yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I had, I had good grades, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I had to get a good GPA. It wasn't. I wasn't flunking out. <laughs> yeah, good. No, but, it's good to hear. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. All right, bro. So. Um, I want to hear about uh, your experience with God and your walk with God. And uh, um, you told me uh, that you've always felt like your word is stretch. Yeah. So explain that a little bit. Like, what what is that? Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, as much as I hate to admit it, I think I'm. I think I'm a. I tend to be a know-it-all. Mm. You know, I. Uh, and uh, I tend to, because I, I like to know things. Like, I just genuinely like to know things. And I like to have answers. It's, I think it's always been my, my personality is to always have the answers to something. If I don't know it, then I'll Google it or I'll search it or I'll learn it, right? Just so I can have quick answers. So um, growing up, I think, uh, and I think Adventism lends itself to that, to the answers the most, <laughs> right? Because um, growing up, I, I, I took pride in the fact that we had the answers, you know, like mm-hmm. Bible questions, we knew it. Mm-hmm. Um, like whatever question you had about the Bible, we knew it. Like, oh man, you're wondering what day to worship? We knew it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and so, I think growing up, I, I just always took pride in in, in knowing the answers and, and having that. And I think um, I always I, I felt like I always knew not just the answers for like religion, but I feel like I knew the answers for myself. I felt like I knew the answers for other people. I feel like, or I felt like you know, I had the answers. Like I was like a a wise person, but I think God really stretches me, you know? And, and I think like I, like we were talking earlier, I think, um, one of the things that I've learned the most is that whenever I think I've arrived at my destination, God shows me that there's more to the journey ahead. You know, Mm. whenever I think like, man, I'm comfortable here. Like I have what I need. I've found my answers. God stretches me and God pulls me somewhere else. And it's uncomfortable because no one likes to be stretched. Mm. You know, if we're honest with ourselves, I, I don't think we like to be pulled in different directions. I don't think we like not knowing the answers. Right. Um, but I think the more I've come to answers, the more I've come to questions, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like the more answers I find, the more questions I find. Yeah. And so I, I end up finding that 
the few answers that I do have are inadequate for the questions that have now surfaced. Yeah. And, and I, I would say, yeah, I'd say my, my life could be summed up in stretch and that idea of stretching that every time. And I think it's part of God keeping me humble too. Every time that I feel like I've arrived anywhere, God's like, there's a next step. What's an experience of like something you felt like you were stretched about? Like that, that was kind of like you were shocked and you had to. Yeah. I think for me, just because, and I think it has to relate to how I grew up and, and how I like kind of felt like I knew the answers all the time. I think one of the things that, that has stretched me the most is just my, the evolution of my theology. You know, and I think like a lot of pastors have that. But I think one of the things that, that uh, is, I feel is characteristic of my life is that I am often inadequate with cookie cutter answers. Or I'm often like unsatisfied is, is the better word. I'm often unsatisfied with just accepting it because that's just the way it is. That's what people tell me and that's what people have taught me. And, uh, and so I always feel like I have to find things out for myself and, for myself and, and, and the more that I search, the more it stretches me. Cause there's so many like questions and oppositions and there's so many different viewpoints. And even like within Adventism now, like even within the church now and, and not just Adventism, even within just the Christian church in general, there are so many different, differing opinions and viewpoints, even though we might all have the same fundamental beliefs, like how we approach them might be different. I think, I think that's one of the things that God has stretched me the most is just my, the evolution of my theology, the way that I've not just viewed people, but the way I viewed God. And, um, and that's the scariest part, because when once once you understand God, or once you feel like you understand God, then you've essentially put God in a box, you know. And and a boxed God isn't God. Yeah. God ceases to be God if He can be put in a box. That's right. You know. And so I think that's one of the things. That, like every time I feel like, man, I, I get God. You know, I've boxed Him up. That's when He kind of like bursts out, mm-hmm. stretches me, and is like, you know what? Have you considered this? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, like, no, I haven't. You know, yeah. and then and then and then the doubts come again and the questions come again. And uh, I love doubts, man. I love questions because I always say that the, the greatest answers come out of the greatest questions. Wow. You can't have answers. You can't have certainty unless you've had doubt, mm-hmm. unless you've had questions, unless you've wondered. Right. No one ever gets anywhere, anywhere without wondering. That's right. You know. So then how do you uh, stretch without stretching too thin? I think like mm. um, it's a big Thing when people uh, are stretched, especially in their understanding of God or in their understanding of their religion, where sometimes uh, they seek for answers or look for questions, they start doubting, and then they end yeah. up doubting to the point where they don't. So they, believe. they don't believe exactly, right? Um, you know, I think one of the things that um, that helps with that, and I and I don't know if it's necessarily something that you can do intentionally, because I think I've I've never I've never been stretched. And like been to the point in my life where I realized, you know what, I'm stretching too thin. I need to stop. I don't think that's ever been a thing in my life. Uh, for me, it's always been God led. It's always been like God puts. And this is the thing is that it's for me, what, what's always helped me from being stretched too thin is people. is having conversations with people. Because one of the things that, that I think kind of hounds theology is that you get into this, this you get stuck into the the realm of the ideals and, and, and the philosophies and, and all of this stuff. And, and you can get, you can forget like where, where the rubber meets the road. You can forget where like God meets people, you know? And so I think one of the things that has helped me personally, um, not be stretched too thin in, in, in when God stretches me with my theology when God stretches me with my walk with him is meeting people that, 
that kind of ground me meeting people that say like yeah that's a great idea but how does that relate to to me how does that relate to community how does that relate to people and i think that's kind of what has helped me kind of not from not being stretched too much but it's never been like i've sought out people to kind of like hey you know kind of help me rein it in a bit it's just it's been god that's that's always mm. kind of reined it in for me and, and helped me and i think one of the one of the other things that that is crucial is being honest with god and being willing to to let him lead because i think a lot of us we we start this journey um to question god or, or to search for god without god you know and mm-hmm. and i think that's 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 the difference right is that i well, at least one of the things that, that i've learned because there was a point and in my walk with with god hasn't always been like easy you know and i think any, anyone who has a walk with god who has a genuine walk with god will realize that it's it's never easy they can say it's never easy and in my in my third year of theology i think it was my third year um i was kind of like already three years in you know once you're three years in like it's tough to switch. You can't switch majors at that point, right? Especially at Berman, you've got like a million religious cla- religion classes, you and you can't else. you can't do anything else, and then yeah. you're done, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I got to this point in third year where I actually had serious doubts about God, mm. like I had questions about God, and um, I contemplated like leaving, like not just the school. I contemplated leaving like religion. I contemplated leaving Christianity because I just wasn't sure about it, right? And uh, and I think for me, that was a turning point. I could, have, I could have left and I could have questioned without God, you know. But the thing that kept me in the faith and the thing that kept me from stretching too thin in that moment in particular was the fact that, that I took a pause for a moment and I said, you know what? No, I'm going to doubt with God. And so I, I told God and I had this really honest prayer and, and I told God, I said, listen, like, I don't know if you're real right now. Like, I, you, like you know my heart if you're there. Um, and I don't, I'm questioning right now. I'm wondering if you're real because there's a lot of things going on in my life that just doesn't seem to line up. And I told God, I said, listen, like, I was raised with you and, and I was brought up with this idea that you exist. And so just like any relationship, you put time, you put effort, right? And so I said to God, I said, listen, like, I'm giving you, and I gave him a timeline. I, I, I said, I, I, don't, I can't recommend this for everyone, you know, but this is just me and my walk at the moment. I said to him, I was like, listen, I'm giving you a week. I was like, that's it. Like, I'm giving you a week to prove yourself to me. And I don't care how it is, what, what fashion you, you prove yourself, how you manifest yourself, whatever you do, I'm giving you a week, right? And, and during that time, I will treat it as if, like, we're just the best of friends. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying, like, I'm going to give up and then you have a week to prove yourself not do anything. I recognize that I needed to, to do something, too. So I said, mm-hmm. I'm giving you a week. I'm going to do devotions three times a day. Man. Like, I'm, I'm going to give it all. I'm only going to listen to Christian music. I'm, I'm going to, like, go to church. Because like, at that point in time, I'd stopped going to church regularly. Um, and I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to church, right? During that time, I'm going to go to, like, every worship that Berman has, like, whether it's, like, the Tuesday or the Wednesday or the Friday or, like, prayer chapel or whatever. I'm going to go to everything. Like, I'm going to literally get as much as I possibly can out of my relationship with God. And I said, like, and during that week, if I don't feel you, if you don't reveal yourself to me, if you don't speak to me, then I'm, then I'm out. I'm done, you know? Wow. And um, mm. man, he showed up. Mm. He showed up in the, in, in the craziest way because I expected something big. But, like, I remember, and, and it didn't take long. It was, like, the second or the third day. Um, I was sitting in my bed, and I was just kind of, like, you know, it was some downtime. So I was just chilling. I was listening to some music, Christian music. And, uh, and then all these memories started to pop into my mind of like events that I've been through or stories that I've gone through or stuff that has happened to me and my family and stuff that has been like just crazy things like, man, like falling, falling out of like two stories, you know, like in my house when I was a kid, like when I was five, I fell out of a two story, two story house 
and survived. You know, I fell in the concrete and almost getting kidnapped. Like me and my sister almost got kidnapped. Right. And like God brought up all these like little memories for me and was like, you know, you survived. Like, you know, you escaped. Like, you know, you felt this and all this stuff. And he's like, sometimes you think because he told me this. He said this specifically. He's like, you think it's your smarts that got you out of it. You think it's your strength that got you out of it. He's like, it wasn't you. He's like, it was me. Wow. He's like, I'm the one who saved you. I'm the one who was there. I'm the one who did all of this for you. He's like, every story in your life that, that you attribute to your own strength or your own power or whatever, he's like, no, that was me. Wow. And I was just like, yo, like, dang. You know? Like, for me, that was my turning point. For me, like, any time I've ever doubted God, I always ask to go with him in the doubts as opposed to just going on my mm. own. You know? And I think... I don't know, ta- long story, <laughs> but to answer your question, right, like what keeps you from stretching? Um, I, I think honestly, just being honest with God and going with him in the doubts, because he's not scared of doubts. He's not scared of questions. Right. So I think the thing that keeps me from stretching too thin is, is no matter how far I'm being stretched or where I'm being stretched, I always ask God to go with me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always willing to go with God. And, and that keeps me, man, it bounces me right back. Right. That's powerful. I think that's huge. And I think that's really huge because we're tempted to doubt without God. Yeah. We're really tempted to like, you know, when uh, I'm, I need to ask questions, that means I need to put God away and then find answers. Yeah. But it's like, I like what you did. Like you picked it all up. You're like, let me take as much on as possible and let God reveal rather than let me drop everything. And exactly. Let reveal. Exactly. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I just have another question, kind of changing the tone a little bit. Mm. Um, What's the difference between uh, stretching and changing? I guess like I asked that because now talking from like a religious perspective, mm-hmm. um, I think sometimes we're stretched in our what we're raised with, right? Like for yeah, example, yeah. Um, maybe if someone's raised in a home where Sabbath, for example, they're only like that's, that's a Friday sundown, lights off, they do a vespers, they do a worship in their home, and then the next day they do church everything and then sundown next day mm. that's when they get to play games whatever mm-hmm. and like that's a really strict and then as they grow um maybe they do the opposite mm-hmm. or maybe they do like you know they start changing the way they keep it mm. like how do you know when you're stretching or changing like you're kind of trying to be defined exactly like, you know yeah. what i mean because yeah, i yeah. think some people will are forced to kind of because of their upbringing just like flip switch mm-hmm. right is that stretching or do they just change it out of like you know how do you know the difference when you're doing you know i think because as you're talking about that um, I don't think they're the same thing. I don't think stretching and changing are the same thing. I think changing is the result of stretching. I think changing is something that happens to you after you've been stretched. So, because people think like, oh man, like people change on a dime or people change like really quickly. Like, no, like change doesn't happen quickly. Change is a gradual process. Like regardless of what it is, I, I genuinely don't think anyone just literally switches the switch and and changes from one thing to the next like there are there are moments in your life there are things in your life that happen to you that lead you to a point where change becomes possible even even if it's like you feel like man like i'm switching from one thing to the next like the i don't know like if you i'm just looking around your house right now like if you're going to like buy pasta right like um and you buy usually one brand of of pasta one brand of food or whatever right like most people aren't going to go like 
one day to the next you're just gonna switch to a different brand like you think you do that like i'm just gonna try a different brand but there are little things in your life like whether it's like advertisements that you don't realize that you're you're attuned to or whether it's like maybe you just didn't enjoy the the texture of the pasta that you had last time or whatever there are there are little things in your life that lead you to that change right no one just changes at least this is what i believe no one just changes on a dime like no one just flips a switch and is done i think like there are moments in your life that lead you to the point where you are willing to accept or willing to change right and I think stretching is is the process by which you are being changed. If you if you stretch anything, like um, it's kind of tough to tough to think of an example. But if you think like I think of like a plastic bag. I don't know if you've ever like if you've ever stretched like a plastic bag, and like whenever you stretch it, it never returns back to mm. its previous state, mm. right? Whenever it's stretched, it's always going to be changed, right? It's it's currently in the process of changing, but it is only changed after it's been stretched, right? And so. I think that changing is or change is the result of having been stretched, right? Mm. People that, for example, like your example with like the the Sabbath, if they go, they're raised believing it one way, and then you know years down the road when they're an adult and they're on their own, they they do it a different way. It's not that like they were literally like Monday they they were doing it this way, and then Tuesday like I'm gonna change it up. You know, like it's it's moments in your life that have led you like whether you experience the Sabbath differently or whether you see someone do it differently, like all of that gets recorded right whether you're realizing it or not and and that's your stretching whether or not you're struggling with that or not the fact that you've been introduced to something new or a new way of doing something stretches your mind to see things differently mm. right and and once you begin to see things differently then that's when you open yourself up to the possibility of change but i think change can only happen once you've been stretched you can't change and not be stretched mm -hmm. you know wow okay last question bro um for anyone who's like listening and they're struggling with that concept of being stretched mm. or even uh, the concept of stretching with or without God, mm -hmm. you know, like what would you tell them? What advice would you give them? Mm. Don't expect it to be easy. I think that's the biggest thing because I think a lot of people, because we, we can hear stories like this, like, for example, like even my story about like, you know, doubting God for, for a moment um, and then having this thing like, I tell it in like what, like a minute or two, right? But this has been a process that has happened to me over years. Like even that moment leading up to that moment, it's been years leading up to that moment, you know? And and it, it didn't happen, like I said, it, like I didn't flip the switch and just decided like, oh, I'm doubting God. Like it was years to get me to that moment. And, and it took years of experiences for God to show me like, you know what? See these years of experiences, this is what, this is what I'm in. This is where I'm at, you know? So don't expect it to be easy because sometimes we, we hear these stories we hear of people that have um come through different experiences and we expect it to like happen quickly as well right because they tell their stories in a the moment they tell their stories in in just a minute or two and so we expect that that someone's story that they've condensed uh we've, we expect that to also be condensed in our life like no like they have a story because their years of experience have brought them to that point Right. So I think my, my biggest advice is don't expect it to be easy. And that's not that's not comforting, you know, because ideally it, it would be ideally God would just input the knowledge and whatever, you know, and then we'd be we'd be all good. But don't expect it to be easy. Um, but the fact that it's not easy means that it's good for you, I think, um, because I see man, I see people like like I, I genuinely see people in the church that like. I feel like they're they're in a false sense or a false state of worship or a false state of happiness because they're never stretched. 
they never push themselves. They never try to look at things differently. And so they like, and this is not to knock, I, I don't know. I don't want to sound like we're, we've achieved like a higher state of spirituality or whatever. I'm not, it's not what I'm saying, but I just feel like some people just that, that never stretch might not have as genuine a relationship as, as people that, that are stretched, you know? Um, I don't know how to put that in a way that doesn't seem like we're better than others. Cause that's not what I'm trying to say at all, you know, but I feel like the genuine relationships with God do come from, from being stretched, you know, cause I can say like growing up, yeah, I love Jesus, but I think that the more I realize it and the more I look back is like, no, I just kind of love the idea of Jesus, you know, but now that I've grown and, and been stretched by, by God, I, I actually genuinely love Jesus. Like not just the idea of him, not just the picture that, that has been painted for me, but like the picture that God is painting for himself in my life. And so if, if there are people that are that are doubting, um, there might be people or there may be your, your parents or whatever, because I know one of the things that like I, I love my parents like deeply. And I talk to my mom a lot about a lot about the stretching that goes on in my life. And I've talked to her a lot about talked to her a lot about the doubts that I've had. And um, and sometimes she just she just doesn't understand why there are doubts for me. You know, she says like, no, you shouldn't be questioning that. Like we have the answers for that already. And it's just like, no, like if I, if I don't question it, then how do I grow? If I don't seek out answers, then how do I, how, do, how does it come? How does it become a reality for my, for me in my life? So there might be people in your life that might try to discourage you from doubting, try to discourage you from questioning. Um, but those are people that, that in your moment right now, like they won't be beneficial for you. Look for people that, that will support you positively. Look for people that that will journey with you you know look for people that are that are willing to accept your doubts and your questions and are willing to love you through it um i don't know it's kind of tough because i don't think my journey is is done by by any sense you know i'm still pretty young so i think one of the things that if i if i was speaking to any young person is don't expect it to be easy and surround yourself with people that are willing to support you you know um, by it by any means it doesn't they don't have to be christian people you know, because sometimes the people that should support us don't, you know, so just don't expect it to be easy. Surround yourself with good people. And my biggest thing is go with God. Like, don't doubt without God. You know, go with God, because when we go with God, we come to better answers. That's it for another episode of The Oracle. Hope you guys have been blessed. Um, thank you, Abraham, so much for sharing so much wisdom with us. Uh, everybody, remember... Uh, Keep stretching and keep going with God. Stay blessed.